and all right, I think we're good. All right, let's do it. Hello and welcome back to the Three Pillars Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Tobin, a.k.a. Tobinator, the Motivator, and this is episode 84, Strength, Spirituality, and Friendship. Guys, today I am joined by a friend of mine, Nate Norman. Uh, he is an author, he's a speaker, he's a coach, a man from what who went from having no energy, he was overweight and depressed, and now he's living a life on purpose. Uh, Nate, welcome to the show, sir. I appreciate you being here. Chase, thank you so much for having me, man. Uh, always a pleasure to to interact with another brother with the same mission, man. That's awesome, man. So before we jump in, man, why don't you tell us just a little bit about yourself, uh, where people can find you, and then we'll kick right into this, man. Yeah, as you kind of mentioned in the in the intro, I was a, a guy that had just let myself go a little bit, had, had put on some pounds and had kind of lost the drive for life. And uh, through spirituality, through fitness and through friendship, I feel like God reopened some of those doors in my life and and allowed me to find a purpose and a drive for all three of those areas, not just one. So over the course of a decade, he just began pulling me back towards standing my pillars up. And when I saw the Three Pillars podcast, I was like, I need to link up with this guy because the eight pillars of masculinity or the pillars of masculinity are something that I feel are, are very important for us as men, as you know. Absolutely. And then I think there's a, a big push right now to bring that back to be more traditional, be more uh, rooted man. And, you know, I, it, it was it was no chance, there's no coincidence that we got connected uh, there on Twitter. That's that's the Lord putting us, putting two people together, I think, that can really uh, change the world, you know, like say one soul at a time if we can. Uh, so that's go, what brother. this is about. Um, I'm going to start uh, with a quick word of prayer, and I'm just going to turn it over to you, bud, and just let you, I know you've got a um, got a, 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 we're going to kind of go over the paralysis of analysis, the purpose of passion and the gray man. And I'm not going to get too far into that. I don't want to steal any thunder, but that's kind of where we're going to go uh, after this. So let's get, get this real quick and then we'll, we'll, we'll hit it, man. Right. Heavenly father, most high worthy of praise. We love you. We thank you for the many blessings that you give us each and every day. Lord, we're not even meant, we're not even worthy to, to have those crumbs off of your table, but you Invite us to be there with you each and every day in fellowship uh, and give us the strength to endure anything that comes in the world, Lord. Lord, thank you for bringing uh, Nate to me today uh, that we can just uh, together uh, bring something that that brings people closer to the Lord, to you each and every day, Lord. Uh, Lord, I ask that you be with us today. Uh, give us the words to say. Give anybody listening to this the eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive anything that will grow them closer to you, Lord. I ask this in the most holy name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Okay. So yeah, man, I will turn it over to you. Uh, like I said, usually with this podcast, it's me running my sock for a, a period of time, but I think people are going to be uh, very refreshed to hear a, a new voice on the channel. So so without further ado, I'll let you kick it off, man. Well, I appreciate it, Chase. When we talked about this, you know, there's, there's eight pillars that I feel like a man ought to set up in his life. <clears throat> and when you said, hey, we're going to do 15 minutes, I said, how do you narrow down the the parameters and pillars of what would make up a, a man's life so i settled on three and and the first one is the paralysis of analysis because i feel like this is so common to man you have to forgive me too chase i lost my voice at a baseball game this week so i'm a little bit hoarse so if you can't hear me let me know I'll, I'll try to i'll try to rasp it out but um this one paralysis of analysis this one in the area of of fitness especially man i've seen it with so many guys 
even in the spiritual realm, you see this this analysis of men. They just look at it sometimes instead of moving forward with their life or moving forward with their marriage or making that decision to get better physically. Sometimes a man just looks at it. You know, imagine if you owed the IRS a hundred thousand dollars. They say the worst thing you can do is to do nothing, right? You have to eventually start paying them something. So for a man, the worst thing that we can do in our life when we have an issue that needs to be addressed is just analyze it to death, to overthink it, to just not move anything towards it. And and I'll say it like this, Caleb in the Bible, you know, when Joshua took over the land, right? Caleb's 85 years old and he goes up to that mountain. He's like, I don't care if there's giants. I don't care if it's inhabited. I don't care if it's going to cost me. I'm going to get it, right? But some men will look at that same mountain and say, man, it's huge. Man, there's giants. Man, it's a long way off. And they'll analyze what they were meant to conquer, and they'll just stand back and look at it. So the first pillar I feel like a man needs to stand up is quit analyzing something, right? Stop overthinking about it. Just do it, right? Again, biblically, we look at Gideon, and Gideon's like, God, are you sure? Are you sure, God, that this is where you want me to go? Three times, right? And some would say, well, he was making sure that was God's will. Maybe. Or he was just being a he was he was being afraid and he was saying, God, I'm, I'm afraid and I don't know what to do. And it's OK to question God, but you can't overthink it to where you don't move. Right. Eventually, you've got to go forward as a man, whether that be in fitness, that be in, in your marriage, your calling. You've got to break, make progress. God did not put us on this earth chase to just stand still and look at the problems. He made us for attacking. He made us for forward motion. He made us to progress in life. Right. So when we talk about masculinity, a man needs to see the problems and address them, right? Even if you do it slow, that's okay, but you need to address the problems. It's when we fall back and let our wives address the problem or let the, uh, the world address the problem or the schools address the problem, right? That's when you've got an issue. A man of God, a man of integrity, a man of character must look at those mountains and say, I'll move that. I'll go there. And like Caleb said, he said, it'll be bread for us. Give us the mountain. Those giants ain't nothing. That's awesome, man. That's when I was in, in the Marines, we had a, a saying, one of my senior enlisted gave me, it was I'll be a thinking man with a bias for action. And that couldn't be, couldn't be more embodied by what you just said, because I think it is a natural emotion to be overwhelmed by a lot of things. There's a lot of stuff attacking us in every day in the world. But, you know, when we have that spiritual armor on and we're able to deflect that stuff, then you get that moment of clarity. You see your opening, you take that, that action. That's what we're designed to do. We're given those tools. If we will just Trust in the Lord and know that he's going to carry us through that. Like you said, with Caleb, they just came wandering through the desert for 40 years. The Lord brought them out of Egypt. Why would you not trust him to take you one step further? That's good, brother. That's good. You know, it's just the mountain. Sometimes they see the mountain, right? And they're like, it's too much. But Caleb, Caleb set that example at 85 years old. He's like, I'm going up there, right? I'm going to get it. Let's go. Man, that's that's awesome, dude. And, and I think, again, a, a lot of men need to hear that. They need to know it's okay to take action. You don't have to walk on eggshells all the time. Sometimes you have to start moving forward knowing what whatever information you've got, you've just got to keep moving forward. And eventually you, your your training, your your resources, your faith are going to carry you through that. So that's that's awesome. The paralysis of analysis. I, I'm, I'm putting these in my little notebook, too. And I hope you've got a, got a longer video on this somewhere. I'll direct people to that, too. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's it's something that that's cost me dearly to to learn these lessons and to to have these pillars fall down. You know what they look like to stand up, right? And and that's where working from a negative in this, I've stared at situations.
situations for too long. I've looked at mountains in my life for too long. And one of the biggest things with the paralysis of analysis, I feel like we as men, we're, we just don't know where to start sometimes. Right. You know, we just just look at it. Right. Just look at the problems. We don't know where to start. There's thousands of things that need addressing in a man's life. And sometimes that could be overwhelming. Right. And the thing that helped me chase with this, you know, was was dialing back a little bit and saying, I can't move those big stones yet. I can't move that mountain yet, but I can pick up this little stone in front of me and I can pick up the next little stone in front of that. And a thousand yeses in the same direction, you can move a thousand stones off that, that mountain. And, awesome. and sometimes we, we just make it big. We make it grandiose. And I think we, if you look back and say, what can I do today? Can I get in the Bible today? Can I go to the gym today? Can I love my wife today? Can I take care of my kids today? Those little stones in the same direction make a big difference over time. Absolutely. And, and, you, and people have to remember that sometimes uh, it, it might seem so overwhelming, but it's just like um, we just say, you know, how, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Right. So you got all these problems. But like you said, that's fantastic. That's that constant forward progress. And sometimes you might catch yourself slipping back, you know, one or two steps, but you've already come a thousand. So it's not like you're back at square one. You are you're still moving in the right direction generally, but there's going to be setbacks. There's going to be things. But having people like yourself, having your brothers around you to kind of help uh, to to hold that that phalanx, right? You know, when somebody's a little bit weak, somebody else steps up for a minute till you can get back in a fight. And that's I think that's super important uh, that people have to know you're not alone with all this stuff too. One hundred percent, bro. Shield lock, right? Shield yeah, lock. Absolutely, absolutely, man. So. The, the next piece uh, you were going to hit is the purpose and passion. Tell me about that. What, what we got with purpose and passion? All right. So, Chase, I feel like the next the next point that I have is is the gray man. We'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. But this one, this one settles, it, it, it preludes to the gray man, right? Okay. If you eliminate purpose and passion from a man's life, he becomes completely listless and gray, right? So, the purpose and passion, we'll take that back to the mountain. Let's say God put you and I on this earth and put you in front of a mountain and say, this is your mountain to take. Caleb, this is the one you're supposed to go get. When a man begins to analyze that mountain and when he decides to turn his back from his, from that mountain, he loses his purpose, his bearing, his compass, his, his drive for what God put him on this earth to do. So if you eliminate that from a man, what is the outcome of that man? He's completely listless. Wow. He lacks drive. He lacks motivation. He lacks color and he becomes gray in his pursuits. So all three of these pillars are tied to each other. God meant you to face that mountain and not overthink it. When you lose the drive, purpose and passion to conquer that mountain, you become completely gray in your life. We were put on this earth to do. OK, you want to you want to see the deadest man that's still alive. Show me a man that has no purpose. He, if he has nothing to put his hands on, he becomes completely flatlined in his pursuits, right? And it's, it's, it's just the, it's almost like what we do in the world today. We expect a man to get a girlfriend, right? Go get a job, get a house, and then quit everything, right? Just go to your couch with your remote control and no longer have a passion, no longer have a purpose. Dude, we are the lighthouses, right? We are the lighthouses shining a light from the shore saying this is the way. This is the way. And there are so many people 
in this world today, Chase, that are trying to shine a light that is not the light, right? They're shining an agenda. They're shining a message. They're shining what they think is the right way. And if good men do nothing, evil prevails. You've heard that before, right? So, yeah, and, and we as men, Chase, we've got to still stand on that shore and say, this is the way. I have a purpose to shine the light for us to be the gospel, right? We have a purpose to let the gospel go forth. We have a purpose in our churches on Sunday morning to lift up Jesus, to encourage people. We have a purpose, Chase, to raise our children in such a way that they're contributors to society and that they love the Lord, right? We have a purpose in our workplaces to not be complainers, to not be negative, to be voices of good, man, to be positive in this world, right? And so when a man loses those purpose, the plumb line, the true north, the beacon, when he has no reason to live, he becomes completely gray in his life. And and throughout the course of my life, I've been gray. I've been purposeless. I've been passionless. And I am the most dead. I am the most useless when I have nothing to do of value, when I have nothing that I've, no one that needs me. I'm the worst human being alive, right? I'm, I'm miserable. I'm depressed. I'm complaining. I'm frustrated. I'm agitated because I can't find the remote control because there are other root issues at work that I need to address. Those root issues are purpose. Put your hands on something, right? Do something on this earth to contribute to the world, right? Don't just leave the earth and be like, well, I made it to the end. Leave the earth better, right? Leave our children better. Leave our workplaces better. So when I talk about purpose and passion, this is directly for me tied to spirituality. Where does a man get his purpose from? Where does a man get his passion from? For me, tr exactly, true north, Chase. When, when God puts that purpose on our life, when I, when I come to know Jesus Christ, the mission is born. Now my mission affects every other area of my life. My mi mission to glorify God affects every other purpose of my life. I glorify God myself, therefore I want my children to, therefore I want my wife to, therefore I want my circles to, and every other area is me trying to be obedient to God and live that purpose out in the best way I know how. Man, I'm all fired up, because that's that's exactly what I have been trying to to convey throughout the this podcast is that foundation like the strongest pillar is your is your faith is your spirituality is your connection to the lord and that supports everything out and that that directly impacts every other aspect of your life i only talk about you know three spiritual mental and physical but you were referring to the eight pillars of masculinity all of that rests upon that foundation that bedrock that is jesus and 100%. when and when we get to that point where we become gray, we're on that couch. Unfortunately, in the society we have today, you can you can you can exist, and you can still live, and you can still survive being gray and being on that couch. It's not like the ancient world where if you just found yourself sedentary, not doing anything, you would die. Yeah, physically. But here, I think it's worse because it's almost a spiritual death. You are gray. You are you are without that purpose, without that passion. You're dead inside because. You can you can not necessarily you can again you can exist you can be physically here on this earth but you're not actually living and you're not living for the Lord okay. you're not living for your family you become some of these sitcom dads you've seen them what I'm talking about every every dad on every sitcom or any TV show now is this weak little guy who's just sitting on the couch and he's just you know existing most of the time he might have a little funny job he's a you know the Al Bundy or the, yeah the Al Bundy shoe salesman right but he's not this hard charging, going after it, making people better, making his family better guy that we should be. That is, you don't see that on TV because as you said, there's, there is an agenda to weaken dumb men down because when men aren't strong, they're not rallied together. 
they're not moving forward with the right agenda. So that's that, my friend. I'm, I'm I am picking up what you're putting down, like one thousand percent. Yeah, the the world needs docile men, brother. Yes. And they make docile men in TV shows look glamorous, and they give them hot wives too. They're like they have hot wives. Yep. It's okay to be docile, right? Look at this, right? Look at this yep. example. They look wealthy. They look like they've got it figured out, and they look like they have a very chill, relaxed life. Right. Not true, right? No. You remove purpose and remove passion from man. He becomes listless. He becomes a drifter. He has no bearing. He has no compass. He's just out at sea. He's just floating, right? And that compass Our goal is, is to not make it. That's it. That's it. There's no, there's no goal, man. There's no right. goal. Put the goal back on the agenda, right? Put a purpose back on the plate and find that purpose from above, man. 100%. Because And he'll talk to you. If you sit down, you know, prayer and meditation is, you know, prayer is, 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 is saying, your thoughts and your what's on your mind to the Lord, that meditation and literally sitting down is listening. That's what people sometimes forget to. If you want to find your purpose, you don't, don't only, you can't just talk to God like he's a genie. I've got all these wishes I needed to happen. Sometimes you just have to sit and you have to listen in the quiet and let him speak to you. And it's that still small voice, you know, it was, it's not a, a thunder, not always a thunderous, you know, uh, cloud. It's not always a tumult in the sea. It's that still small voice. And he'll tell you, Hey, this is where I need you. I need you to inspire other men. I need you to get your wife and your kids to heaven. And here's how you're going to do it, Chase. Here's how you're going to do it, Nate. You're going to come together with other men and you're going to deliver my message. You're going to fulfill the Great Commission. You're going to fulfill the gospel. You're going to shed or send my light out into the darkest corners of the world to take these men that are gray all over and put the color back into them. And that's 100, you know, dude. God bless you for what you do, sir. That's this is. This is uh, exactly what people need to hear. It, it was what I needed to hear first, right? And uh, God is still working on me. And these are areas that I have to fight off daily. You fight these areas. If you, if you grow quiet, if you grow passionless, they creep up by themselves, right? This is the propensity of all men to drift into nothingness, to void out at life and to just float. We have to fight it. We have to, and, and they say idle hands are a devil's plaything, right? So you have to, like you said, daily, if you find yourself with, a, with, at some point, you have to find yourself in a point of nothingness so you can relax and recover and do these things. But the rest of the time, you have to fill it full of something productive. And that sounds like a lot of work, but once you do it over and over again, like just like being in the gym, if you're doing stuff over and over again, it just gets easier and easier and easier as you do it. So if you fill your day full of prayer, Full of the gym, like you said, full of loving your wife, full of loving your neighbor, being productive at work, doing all these things, you know, playing with your kids, all this stuff. Eventually, you're going to have some downtime where now I can read, I can, you know, fill it full of whatever things that that are not these uh, these lusts and these temptations and these things in the world that can drag us into the grayness. You can you can uh, you can fill that that you, you can prevent the gray the gray from coming on is what I'm getting at. And that's that's I think is is key. Absolutely, yes, sir. You got to fight that. You got to fight the gray man. And and, and I, I don't know how much time we have. And so I can cut it short with the gray man too. But all those are tied to it. You know, all of these elements are tied to the gray man. If you remove purpose, if you remove the pillar of spirituality, right? And fitness, this man becomes gray. And then Chase, what we have, we used to have front porches, big front porches, right? Big front yards and neighbors hanging out. And now we've got big back decks, privacy fences and closed garage doors. And a man has a has a, a tendency to isolate himself even surrounded by 250 homes in the neighborhood that's just right. what we do we, we isolate ourselves and so 
when a man loses purpose, he doesn't feel like he's valuable. And the first thing that goes are his friendships, right? He doesn't feel like he adds value to other men. He doesn't feel like he adds value to church. So he goes to work. He comes home, closes the garage door, goes in the backyard and cooks out and drinks beer, right? Mm -hmm. Behind a privacy fence, just isolated to the world. And that isolation in a man's life leads to domination. All of a sudden, he's susceptible to other attacks. We have to shield lock, bro. We have to get around other men who are fighting as well. And that's what encourages us to go forward. So one of the elements I feel like to fight this, I don't want to leave people and saying, hey, it's all bad, you know, do better. An element to fight this is reestablish connectivity with other men who are moving forward. When I get around a man, Chase, who is attacking a mountain, right, who's living with purpose and passion, who's full of color, it inspires me to live that same way too. So when I see that, I'm like, oh man, I want to be that. So if you are a guy right now and you're feeling like, hey, I've kind of lost color in my life. I really lost interest in physicality. I've lost interest in spiritual purpose. Get around some other fire. And if you're next to a, a, a fire that's burning hot, it's impossible to stay wet wood, right? Eventually, when I've got a piece of wet wood and I stick it in that fire, even a foot away from that flame, eventually it dries out and I can chuck it on the fire and it burns bright too. If you set a man on fire for God, people will come from miles around and watch him burn. So if you're right now feeling a little bit cold, get around some burning wood, right? Go out and start working out, man. Go join a a group of guys working out with F3. Go to church and get around people who are loving Jesus. Find that network of people who who are progressing in life. And eventually you will too. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. So if you want that, get around that. And if you don't see it, become that for other people. That's awesome. And, and, and I think just one, one, one more point that to elaborate on that too, is if you're that guy who is burning sometimes, and you can go two ways, you can be burning and you can think, okay, if, if I give a little flame to somebody else, maybe it's going to take away from mine. No, a candle does not lose any, any, any heat or any flame by igniting that in somebody else. You have to remember, you have to remember that by, it's by giving that, giving say, Hey man, I know your situation is not exactly like mine, but it, this is what worked for me. And if it, if it worked for me, it might work for you. Let's see if we can get you on fire. And if you're seeing that man attacking that mountain and he's going up there, man, let's attack it together. How can we do it? We'll get you to your point. And it doesn't, doesn't do anything less for me. It helps me get that tool because I'm now attacking it. So that's, you're, you're like 100% spot on guys have to have, kind of a little bit of a little bit of a brotherhood you know and then and you know whether it's across even you know across social media it's a good it, there's pros and cons to it but can connect people all across the world then you've got to take that apply it to your local area and and ignite people around that way too you can take these little pockets put them everywhere and then eventually you got an inferno uh raging across the the world man it's awesome that's the goal dude that's the goal it's when we go isolated we just burn out right our little flame burns out and we're like well that's what I'm on this earth for is just to make it through. Right? No, sir. No, sir. Gotta have passion, man. God, this, this is, man, this has been, I'm all fired up too. I'm getting ready to go to church and jump on the pulpit. So preaching myself, I think that'll be, <laughs> man, they won't see that one coming. Right, man. <laughs> they, I, I really appreciate you being on, man. I, I know we don't have a whole, a whole heck of a lot of time. I, I obviously follow you uh, on Twitter, but is there anywhere else uh, besides, if you want to drop a little bit of info where you're at, where people can find you again, because uh, I'm, I'm, I'll put all that in the description here so people can at least connect with you uh, there. And if you'll send me just like an email kind of saying, hey, this is some links. If it's not just your Twitter handle, uh, I'll, I'll put yeah. that too. I've got a I've got a link on my, my homepage for my Twitter to the, for the okay. devotion book. And I've got a link up for some shirts, this one right here and some stuff like that. Most most of them on Twitter and there's there's not very many other places right now. But 
Yeah, check the devotion book out, man. That's awesome. a lot of this stuff that we talked about today is in that devotion book. And uh, those lessons, we wrote 100 devotions for men, and we felt like we felt like that there needed to be something specifically for men and spiritual betterment. And that was a, a big project for us. And uh, I wrote it with two of my good friends that, that I work out with and um, stuff like that. I feel like our conversations, the eight pillars, it shows up in this book and uh, it's been helpful for me. So man, thank you so much for having me on, man. What a blessing on a Sunday morning to chat with a bro to absolutely. get fired up. And uh, thank you so much, Chase. No, absolutely, man. I'm going to get all this uh, put together and I'll put it out. Uh, I'm going to try to get it out by Friday. Uh, so we'll be looking out for that. Uh, Nate, I appreciate you again. Once again, man, God bless you, sir. Uh, anybody that comes on, I always ask if they will end, end this uh, podcast with a, a quick word of prayer. It will kick everybody else out to have a, a phenomenal weekend. So if you wouldn't mind, uh, that'd be yeah. awesome. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for your goodness in our life. Thank you for your mercy. Lord, thank you for the salvation. Lord, and I also thank you for Chase and 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 other men, Lord, who are who are striving to be a beacon, Lord, who are striving to have the fire lit, who are looking at mountains and saying, Lord, give me the strength to conquer. Lord, I want to pray for the men right now who who maybe have analyzed something too long. God, give them strength to attack the first stone. Help them to just look at it and say, I can do this with your help. If you are for me, who can be against me? I pray for the men who have become gray in their life. And I pray that you would allow a little bit of color to return to their marriage, a little bit of color to return to their mindset, a little bit of color to return to their children and how they interact with their family. Lord, I pray right now that you would give them the boldness that you've put in us as men to come back alive, to burn for you. Help us not to float through existence, Lord. Help us to make a difference on this earth for the kingdom of God, for other men. And Lord, help us to lead the way, even if we have to cut a path and it's difficult, help us to have strength to do that. Lord, we love you. We pray that we would be men of honor, men of integrity, and men of character. We thank you. We bless you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Nate, I appreciate you, sir, very, very much. Uh, good luck with you and everything that you do. We'll stay in touch. If you ever want to come back on again, you're, you know, the, the door is wide open. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm very, very blessed, edified right now. I'm motivated, man. Like, I feel like I'm about to go up and, and move a whole mountain by myself. And I don't need to because I got you in my corner, man. So I appreciate that. Love you, bro. Thank you for the opportunity. Hey, again, and a happy birthday, man. We'll, uh, we'll, I'll, I'll send you a lot, a lot, a lot of love that way too, brother. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Um...